tocándole al balón Zidane. Entrega por la banda para Roberto Carlos. Toca por dentro. Aparece Ronaldo. Apaga el primer disparo. This is the American Majidista Podcast. I'm your host, Dumasani, recording this episode on February 18th, 2023, from New York City. Real Madrid were away in La Liga today as they traveled to Pamplona to take on Osasuna, and the Whites were made to work hard as a combination of their own inept attack and Osasuna's threatening one made for a tougher-than-expected match. But late second-half goals from Valverde and Asensio earned Real a 2-0 victory and temporarily closed the gap between the Whites and Barca at the top of the league table to five points. Ancelotti's starting 11 for the match against Osasuna today consisted of Alaba, Rudiger, Militao, and Nacho at the back, Modric, Camavinga, and Ceballos in the midfield, and Rodrigo, Vinicius Jr., and Valverde up front forming the customary 4-3-3 with Thibaut Courtois back in the lineup in front of the goal. My first key takeaway from today's match is that it was a tale of two halves for the Real attack as they turned around from a first half no-show to turn up the heat on Osasuna and finally break through late to earn the victory. The first 45 minutes didn't see the Whites demonstrate a whole lot of attacking ideas as their possession superiority was largely wasteful and didn't create many good chances. Vinny was able to get into the left side of the box a few times in the first half as he got onto balls played over the top to him in space, but apart from forcing a save in the 10th minute at the end of one of those runs, he found himself denied the final ball after getting into the penalty area. Meanwhile, his partners up front in Rodrigo and Valverde were largely anonymous as threats in the final third, in large part because of the typical overemphasis on attacking up the left side, while Modric and Ceballos weren't quite at their most influential levels with their passing. But the Whites came out with much more attacking purpose after halftime, as they were quicker and more direct with the ball. Rodrigo served notice of Real's intentions with a shot that buzzed the goal in the opening minute, while Alaba was eager to make a contribution going forward as he made more runs both with and without the ball up the left wing. Vinny had multiple near misses, with a goal disallowed for offsides and another shot saved, but as Real continued to put the pressure on, the Brazilian would finally help make a difference as he picked out Valverde running into the center of the box at the end of a 78th minute counter for him to finally get the Whites onto the scoreboard. Another disallowed Vinny goal in the 89th minute would only keep the Whites from killing off their hosts for a few moments as Asensio's stoppage time goal secured the three points and erased all of the frustration that resulted from Real's first half display. My second key takeaway from today's match is that the Real defending once again left something to be desired, as Osasuna had plenty of chances throughout the course of the game to put Real's back up against the wall well before the Whites finally went in front. Unlike with Real, Osasuna's possession was purposeful and at times very threatening from the start and throughout both halves, and they really took advantage of Real's spacing to counter well, with the ball advancing up the wings while support came up through the center and opposite side of the pitch. Nacho notably found himself playing higher up on the right side both in defense and attack, and that left voids behind him that the likes of Valverde and Militao had to cover at times, leaving Real stretched and disorganized in the final third. And Osasuna took advantage of that, as well as the other gaps that were more of a collective than individual fault, 
to create danger via through balls, crosses, and well-timed runs. Osasuna arguably deserved at least one goal for all of their effective attacking efforts, but for a side to have looked so dangerous as they did in this game, given their paltry goal tally in the league, it can only mean that Real's defense was partly to blame, and that's a story that has been told after many of Real's matches this season. My third key takeaway from Real Madrid's 2-0 victory over Osasuna is that Real having to work as hard as they did today to get the victory was not ideal, as the turnaround is quick before the squad takes to the pitch again for the Champions League on Tuesday. The second half performance didn't come too late for the Whites to get the win, but it came far too late for Ancelotti's men to have the kind of cruise control, exhibition-style performance that they had in running over Elche in the middle of the week. Even with the upcoming European clash against the Liverpool side that this season is well off of their usual pace, Real would still be far better positioned going into that match against a still dangerous opponent if they had taken care of business early today. Ancelotti might have been able to use all five subs to get some key men off of the pitch earlier, and some of the guys like Vinny, Valverde, and Modric, who are almost certain to feature from the outset next Tuesday, might not have had to expend themselves as much as they did during their wire-to-wire stints today. It remains to be seen whether any of that will prove costly or just quickly become a forgotten concern in Tuesday's contest, but at this point, it's hard to deny that Real would have been better off had they put Osasuna away earlier and not allowed the hosts, even in defeat, to take their pound of flesh. And then Ronaldo! Oh! What a Cristiano Ronaldo! Sensational! Let's rate the player performances from Real Madrid's 2-0 victory over Osasuna today. Starting up front, Rodrigo rated as a 6. In the first half, he played the ball to Camavinga above the top left corner of the box in the 33rd minute, during the move in the final third that got Vinny deep into the left side of the box. And in the first minute of stoppage time, he won the ball back on the left side in the defensive half. In the second half, he got onto a Ceballos pass outside of the box in the 46th minute, and after running into the penalty area, he took a shot that sent the ball just wide of the far post. In the 55th minute, his shot from above the box was easily saved. He was replaced by Alvaro Rodriguez in the 87th minute. Vinicius Jr. rated as an 8. In the first half, he got onto a Ceballos ball over the top in the left side of the box in the 10th minute, but his shot was saved by the left post. In the 19th minute, he got onto Militao's crossfield long ball on the left wing, but wasn't able to keep the ball as he ran into the left side of the box. And in the 33rd minute, he once again lost control of the ball as he ran into the left side of the penalty area. He also notably got into a bit of a back and forth with Moy Gomez just before half time. In the second half, he was off sides as he got onto an Alaba through ball in the left side of the box and scored in the 52nd minute. In the 57th minute, he made a good run from the left wing into the left side of the box, but he was tackled by the keeper above the left side of the 6-yard box before he could get off a shot. In the 74th minute, he got onto Asensio's ball over the top and got into the right side of the box, but his shot was saved as Herrera closed the distance. In the 78th minute, he got onto a Modric through ball in the left side of the box and picked out the oncoming Valverde in the center of the box for him to score Real's first goal. And in the 89th minute, he scored from the left side of the box at the end of a break, but had that goal disallowed for offsides. Fede Valverde rated as a 7 for his official man of the match performance. In the first half, he made an acrobatic interception and clearance of a dangerous cross into the box in the ninth minute. 
in the 17th minute. He won the ball back on the right side in the attacking half. And after a couple of switches of play, he took a shot from well above the right side of the box that missed near side. In the 19th minute, he blocked the cross on the left wing outside of the box. And in the 27th minute, he was tackled on the right side at the back to dangerously turn the ball over. In the second half, his volley from above the box was blocked in the 70th minute. In the 72nd minute, he took another shot from distance that was blocked out to earn a corner. And in the 78th minute, he made a run into the center of the box to get onto Vinny's cross at the end of a break and put the ball inside of the right post to make it 1-0 Real. In the midfield, Luka Modric rated as a 6. In the first half, he cleared a ball from the center of the box in the 16th minute. In the 28th minute, he was whistled for a handball as Madrid attempted to break out of the back. In the 42nd minute, he drew a foul as he attempted a breaking run on the left side in the attacking half. And in the 44th minute, he played Nacho down the right wing with a clever backheel pass. In the second half, he intercepted a pass above the box and played the ball forward to Vinny on the left side with the same touch in the 67th minute. In the 78th minute, he intercepted a pass on the left side in the defensive half and played the ball to Asensio to start the counter. And then after getting into the attacking half, he played a through ball for Vinny in the left side of the box for him to set up Valverde's goal. Eduardo Camavinga rated as a 6. In the first half, he took a studs-up challenge from Toto in the final third as they both went for a loose ball above the box in the 5th minute. In the 27th minute, he intercepted a cross at the top of the box. And in the 33rd minute, he played a good backhill pass from the top left of the box for Vinny running into the left side of the penalty area. In the second half, he made a breaking run from back to front in the 71st minute before he was fouled from behind in the center of the attacking half. And in the 77th minute, he tracked back to tackle Moncayola in the right side of the box and concede a corner. Danny Ceballos rated as a 6. In the first half, he played Vinny into space on the left wing with his pass from the center of the pitch in the second minute. In the 10th minute, he played a ball over the top from the left side in the defensive half that Vinny was able to win in the left side of the box. And in the 16th minute, he turned the ball over above the right side of Madrid's box. In the second half, his pass from the left wing in the 46th minute found Rodrigo above the left side of the box to set him up for a run-in and a shot. In the 54th minute, he made a run into space on the left wing to initiate a break. And in the 61st minute, he played a good ball over the top for Alaba on the left side in the final third. He was replaced by Marco Asensio in the 66th minute. In the back, David Alaba rated as a 7. In the first half, he got onto a short Vinny pass in the left side of the box in the second minute and won a corner when his centering pass was blocked out. In the seventh minute, his deflected free kick caught Militao by surprise in the right side of the box as it struck his face. And in the 23rd minute, he won the ball on the left side in the defensive half. In the second half, he made a good attacking run from behind the halfway line towards the top of the box in the 52nd minute, but Vinny was offsides as he got onto his through ball in the left side of the box. In the 54th minute, he won the ball back on the left side in the defensive half. In the 61st minute, he got onto a Ceballos long ball from the back on the left edge of the penalty area, but his cross into the box was intercepted. And in the 88th minute, his shot from a tight angle in the left side of the box was saved by the near post. Antonio Rudiger rated as a 5. In the first half, he played a good ball from the back for Vinny on the left wing in the attacking half in the 5th minute. In the 18th minute, he failed to win a ball by the halfway line as Osasuna broke up the right wing, but he then made a tackle along the right edge of the penalty area. 
In the 23rd minute, he fouled Budimir on the left side of the defensive third to surrender a dangerous free kick, and in the 35th minute, he intercepted a through ball in the right side of the box. In the second half, he most notably made a forward run at the back in the 51st minute before attempting a through ball for Rodrigo on the left wing that failed to connect. Ener Militao rated as a 6. In the first half, he was caught off guard as Alaba's ball in from a free kick struck him in the head in the right side of the box in the 7th minute. In the 14th minute, he wasn't able to intercept a dangerous through ball played in behind him down the left wing in the final third. In the 19th minute, he played a good ball over the top from the right side in the defensive half that found Vinny on the left wing. In the 28th minute, he cleared a cross from the box. And in the 41st minute, he cleared the ball in from a free kick. In the second half, he won the ball in the center of the box following a corner kick and then drew a foul in the 56th minute. And in the 82nd minute, he intercepted a through ball in the right side of the penalty area. Nacho rated as a 5. In the first half, he intercepted a ball over the top above the left side of the box in the 25th minute. In the 43rd minute, he turned the ball over on the right side in the defensive third to spark a dangerous Osasuna break. And in the 44th minute, he got onto a Modric pass and got down the right wing before drawing a foul in the right corner. In the second half, he was fouled as he attempted to make a run up the right side in the attacking half in the 61st minute. And in the 75th minute, he cleared a ball in from across in the left side of the box. He was replaced by Danny Carvajal in the 76th minute. As for the substitutes, Marco Asensio rated as a 7. He replaced Danny Ceballos in the 66th minute. In the 74th minute, he played a good ball over the top that found Vinny above the box. In the 78th minute, he started a break with his run into the center of the attacking half. And in the 92nd minute, he got onto Alvaro's pass in the box above the top left corner of the 6-yard box, and he beat Herrera to make it 2-0 Real. Danny Carvajal rated as a 6. He replaced Nacho in the 76th minute, and he most notably blocked the cross in the left side of the box in the 82nd minute. Alvaro Rodriguez, as the final substitute, did not get a rating. He replaced Rodrigo in the 87th minute. In the 89th minute, he got onto a deflected through ball in the right side of the attacking half and set up Vinny for a goal, but the goal ended up being disallowed by VAR for offsides. And in the 92nd minute, he made a tackle in the attacking half and then played the ball to Asensio in the box for him to make it 2-0 Real. Finally, in front of the goal, Thibaut Courtois rated as a 7. In the first half, he easily caught a ball in from across in front of the goal in the 10th minute. In the 15th minute, he saved a shot from distance by the right post. And in the 38th minute, he caught a ball over the top in the center of the box. In the second half, he saved Budimir's backheel shot from close range in the 53rd minute. In the 60th minute, he saved the Ruben Garcia shot from the top of the box. In the 62nd minute, he got some help from the woodwork as Moy Gomez's shot from above the right side of the box got past his dive and struck the right post. And in the 66th minute, his poor pass from in front of the goal was easily intercepted in the defensive half. It was a hard day's work for Real, but the Whites got the job done in the end, and on the back of a fourth consecutive victory in all competitions, they'll be ready for their next test in their return to the biggest stage in European club football. Three in the box waiting for the cross, and it was Bale! Oh, what about that? What about that from Gareth Bale? Up next for Real Madrid. The Whites travel to Liverpool to take on the Reds in the first leg of their Champions League round of 16 clash next week Tuesday. 
Real has gotten the better of Liverpool in recent Champions League seasons, last defeating the Reds in the final back in May to secure a 14th Champions League title. But this season, neither side has been flying at the same heights as they were when they last met. Liverpool have had an injury-marred campaign that has seen them put in some bad performances in England, and they currently sit 8th in the Premier League, with the odds looking unfavorable for them to make it into the top 4. But that in turn is exactly why this will be a dangerous fixture, as not only do they still have a wealth of quality, but their only hopes of seeing Champions League football next season may rest in winning this season's trophy. And with that outlook, they can only be expected to give everything they have in order to try to conquer the competition's defending champions. The next time you all will hear from me on this podcast will be after Real Madrid and Liverpool meet in their Champions League round of 16 match next week Tuesday. So be sure to keep an eye out for a new episode to drop once the final whistle sounds. Until then, as always, Hala Madrid!